Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. This program is sponsored by TC Sports on 1700 KBGG. Here on the Ken Miller Show, portions of the hour brought to us by a little gem on South Ankeny Boulevard. It's The Attic. Name brands at a fraction of new. The Attic has incredible selection of furniture and decor just in time to spruce up your home for the holidays. If you are looking for that special piece, stop by, take a look. They're open seven days a week. 1509 South Ankeny Boulevard, a unique shop featuring new and consigned furniture and home decor. The Ankeny, check them out online, The the Attic Inc., theatticinc.co, The Attic in Ankeny. Let's get Mark Morehouse in here, Cedar Rapids Gazette. He joins the program. It's Northwestern and it's Iowa. And Mark, I'm by myself, so I get to start with a couple of hockey questions and not get that nasty look from Trent Condon. How are you? Good, man. How are you? Good. Uh, Joel Quinville, you wake, wake up, uh, what morning was it? Tuesday morning, whatever, early in the week, uh, knowing that the coach who led the team that you root for to three Stanley Cups has been let go. I was shocked. As a Blackhawks fan, I'm guessing you were the same way or no? Shocked and a little bit angry. Yeah. Um, I think it's more of a front office issue. I think that, I think in hockey, you have good systems and you believe in them and they, and they fit with the players or they don't. And you, Hockey, unfortunately, you're there's not a lot of staying power for coaches unless you you know you have that those runs that Joe Clemville had and, mm-hmm. and let's face it the Blackhawks have never had that right. maybe never will again and it was the golden age and I would have liked to see him be able to kind of coach his way out of it but Stan Bowman you know mm-hmm. and I don't like how he's installed his like his uh, oh kind of a oh I'm, I'm blanking on the guy's name but he there's a front office guy who's on the coaching staff right. it just seems kind of shady and I. Really, kind of disappointed in this move. Um, I, I I'm almost to the point where you know uh, trades. It's mm. time for trades. It's time to really move on. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm wondering how the vets Taves and Kane and Dunk and Keith and Seabrook and Crawford. I mean, those were guys that they were all there through that entire. That's three Stanley Cups. That's a dynasty in sports in today's era. In any sport, one goal, one goal from four. Uh, I yeah. think uh, the Blackhawks right. beat the, I can't remember what year it was, but they beat the Kings. They're going to roll over the, uh, I think it was the Rangers in the final that year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kings won easily. Um, uh, I I think uh, Blackhawks was unprecedented success. And I, yep. I think one thing with the Blackhawks is the marketing success and the tickets came alongside the winning. I hope that they can separate the fact, yeah, one goal is a cool saying it's a cool logo and you know blah 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 it's a great marketing tagline but it was the winning that people showed up yep. for uh, i hope it's i hope they don't confuse the marketing with the winning the people didn't come for the marketing the people came because patrick kane can make a puck dance mm-hmm. at high speed and he can whip it over a goalie's shoulder so please don't lose don't lose sight of that stan bowman people mm-hmm. came to see that team win indeed they did speaking of goals 
since uh, Doyle got the guys back after the pinstripe bowl last year, there's been one goal. As many pointed out this week, Mark, you know, you lift all those weights, you go through spring football, the goal is to win the Big Ten West and to get to Indianapolis. That goal seemingly now is off the table. I'm really anxious to see how this team responds uh, after that disappointing loss, knowing that the, that goal that they had seemingly is no longer attainable. How do you think they'll manage that? Well, we'll find out. Um, there are obviously some wins out of the sales, but I think that there's a, you know, not a big senior class, but a small kind of senior class that's sort of uh, been kind of the shepherd this year. You know, I'm like, I like at guys like Parker Hesse. I like at guys like Keegan Render, guys who uh, maybe they came in with two stars or three stars. I think Render was actually a three-star. Uh, and so, you know, five years later, they have a lot of credibility. They've thrived in the program. They've earned their spots. I think those voices will ring out loudly. I also think there's no way in heck that Northwestern is nearly as fast as Purdue. So I think everybody looks mm-hmm. a step faster this week, and I think Purdue's speed is one of the, you know, kind of the underrated things in the Big Ten right now. I mean, that that was just an impressive display last week. No, it really was, Mark, and, and yet it was there. Another one of those games, you go back to Wisconsin, certainly Penn State, and Purdue could have wound up in the wind column. When you look at Northwestern, and I'm with you uh, speed-wise, when you watch Clayton Thorson play, and obviously we're seeing a different quarterback now than when we did when he seemingly got back as quick as anybody that's ever suffered that injury like he did uh, back uh, last year in Nashville in late December. Uh, when you watch Thorson, are you seeing a similar quarterback than, than he has been in the past, or is he different in any way? Well, he's not as mobile. Um, he's more of a sitting target this year. He's coming off an ACL injury, and uh, uh, that, that, you know, I think this year he's at minus 90 yardage and, and it's stupid that we count quarterbacks sack yardage with their rushing yardage. We really need to separate that. Yep. But anyway, last year, you know, last year he rushed for, I want to say it was, uh, 30 yards or he had, oh, like 23 yards in a game or something like that this so far this year. So I think his legs coming around a little bit, but yeah, obviously he's, he's much more of a sort of a stationary target. And I think that play will play well with Iowa's pass rush, which last week, you know, Purdue, uh, Iowa has a great pass rush. I think it's one of the best in the Big Ten. Purdue ran around it, mm-hmm. simply ran around it, schemed around it, went. Uh, you'd like to think Iowa could get pressure on a on a pass that go. I don't know how many yards it went in the air, but it was an 82-yard touchdown pass. You'd like to think Iowa could get some pressure on that. Uh, Purdue's passing game was so well-timed. The timing was so good. Iowa couldn't do anything to disrupt it. If Northwestern gets into that with a quick, I think probably a quicker, shorter passing game to keep Iowa's great defensive line off of them, um, you know, I was going to have similar headaches. And I think A.J. Epineza last week perfectly art, uh, articulated that in the post game when he said, yeah, they didn't want anything part of a pass rush, but, yeah, it was awfully frustrating when all of a sudden mm-hmm. you turn around, the ball would be lobbed up and over your head. Yeah. Yeah, I like Epinesa. Seemingly, um, I don't know if he's if he, if he was. I'm not. I don't know him at all. Uh, now, obviously, last year nobody could talk to him because he was a freshman. But he seems to be getting a little bit more confident in his place on this Hawkeye team. Do you sense that? I do from afar. Am I onto something a little bit? I, I actually, I think he's kind of Hawkeye Neo. Uh, I think he's the okay. Matrix when it comes to this. I think he brings. He respects what Iowa was because uh-huh. his dad had it yep. in front of him so so long, and I think that he. Obviously, he has a great degree, degree of pride for what Iowa is. So I think he's kind of a, a Hawkeye Matrix guy where he knows the history of the program and he feels it. And yeah. so he knows, like last week, you know, third loss for Iowa is, is a killer. I mean, that takes some dreams off the table. I think he acutely know, he's acutely aware of that. And I think he saw the problems in the passing game that Iowa couldn't affect uh, enough of the disrupt in, in the, the, for Purdue. 
frustrating for, for a big guy like that. Frustrating for a guy whose who's best thing is pass rush. He did get home once last week. It just wasn't enough. I, I think uh, it was another one of those weeks where I was decent. Let itself get murdered by uh, just a bunch, a thousand cuts. And, and But you could obviously look at that and say, yeah, Purdue had three plays and went for 150 yards and three touchdowns. Yeah, the big plays were a factor. But toward the end there, uh, Purdue was just getting enough plays, enough yards. And, of course, uh, the penalties. Uh, yeah. That's one thing, big thing we haven't talked about yet, Ken, in that last week. Mm-hmm. And first time ever I've seen Kirk Ferentz talk about officiating in a post game. Yeah, that, was that the first time, Mark? I, if it happened before, it does not ring out to okay. me at all. Uh, maybe subtle was, shots it, or no? Maybe, maybe subtle? Sub, maybe, yeah. yeah, maybe more subtle, but definitely that was as uh, naked as I've yeah. seen him uh, approach officiating and you know, I don't know if it was worth it or not, but uh, uh, I, I felt oogie writing about officiating mm. for the first time, just because you know, to me, it's it's a uh, it's it's a it's a component of a football game that happens, and yep. you can't control it; it just happens. But last week, it really happened, and just this event, this it this uh, I can't even say it now. I had heard Iowa. Exactly. Perfect. Perfect. Mark, um, your former colleague at the Gazette, Scott Dockerman, now writing for the Athletic and a friend of the program, still friend for a really good friend of your close friend of yours. Um, he did a really good piece. I think it published yesterday, and it's on the Athletic now about the rivalry and where I want to go with you. Not necessarily into Doc's piece, but it seems to me that this is more of a Iowa is Northwestern's rival, according to Northwestern. That's if you, if you know what I mean. That they circle yeah. when this Gazette comes out, they circle Iowa. Is it a two-way street, do you think? Because I don't get that feeling. Well, if it isn't, um, what the heck are the Hawkeyes waiting for? Um, Northwestern is 12-9 and nine in the last however many against Iowa. Um, the, the 70s are over. Uh, I think people know that. And, and I think Kirk was – a few years ago, you can kind of measure how much Northwestern has meant – beating Northwestern has meant to the Ferentz regime anyway. Um, by a few years ago, yeah, he did acknowledge that, yeah, this, uh, Iowa used to beat Northwestern 21 straight times. Um, now he's like, yeah, that's sagent history. I mean, that is literally uh, 25 years ago now. Um, Iowa doesn't own Northwestern like that anymore. Northwestern decided to get a football program and a coach, and here it is. And it is, I mean, last, yesterday or Tuesday when I talked to players and, and parents, uh, heard the word rivalry a lot mm. when, it, when it came up with Northwestern. And I heard of the phrase "rivalry with game without a trophy" a few times. I, I prefer we keep it that way. Right, yeah. But I do, I do feel that there are stakes to this game that people are starting to kind of really realize. Good stuff, Mark. Thank you. We'll talk to you next week. Appreciate it, Mark Morehouse. You bet, guys. Take care. Good to talk to you, Mark Morehouse, Cedar Rapids Gazette on the Doctor Stephen Fuller Fuller Family Dentistry Hotline. Take a time out. Hopefully, Trent will join next. Miss the rascal. Uh, Kevin Lehman, Trent, and I will go around college basketball. The in-state teams, that's coming up next. We're here until 1. It's the Ken Miller Show. Glad you're with us on 1700 The Champ. Catch play-by-play coverage of select NCAA games right here on 1700 The Champ. Real sports talk for real sports fans. No, no, no. Everywhere I go, I hear no. no. It's even November, but not this month. Hey, Joe Clemens here from Capital, Capital City, City Motor, Motor Company. Company. I'm asking Des Moines to say yes during my yes member sales event. Say yes to a nicer, newer car. Say yes for up to 4500 bucks more for your trade. Say yes, yes even if you've had credit problems in the past. Get up to 4500 bucks more than appraised value during 
Yes Femmer. Don't let the others tell you no. We're giving bad credit the bird. <laughs> My one and only for the people credit approval process is like butter. Because we're on a roll, baby. We take out the mess and the stress and just say yes to you. So say yes to a nicer, newer car. Say yes for up to 4500 bucks more for your old clunker. Say yes even if you've heard no in the past. But hurry, this offer ends after the first 75 people gobble up a nicer, newer car. I'm Joe Clemens and I'm your dealer for the people. Come see us at Capital City Motor Company in Des Moines on East University. One block off I-235 on the State Fair side. Call 265-1467 or online at ApprovedByJoe.com. ApprovedByJoe.com. www.approvedbyjoe.com. O'Reilly Auto Parts is proud to offer a military discount for those who have served our country. If you're an active or retired member of the military or a veteran, stop by your local O'Reilly Auto Parts store and receive your discount every day as our way of saying thank you for your service. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Restrictions apply. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Right now, the Home Depot has up to 40% off appliance special buys, plus up to $500 in instant savings, like a stainless steel Samsung gas range for just $598, a Black Friday price early. Take on the biggest family meals with room for dessert. Want to get Black Friday savings on appliances? This is how. The Home Depot. More saving. More doing. U.S. only. Plus buys last. Instant savings require minimum purchase of two select appliances to qualify. See store for details. Valid through November 29th. Hi, this is Baron Geiger, president of Caring Hands Food Pantry in Altoona, and we have some exciting news. This month, in partnership with DMARC, we launched Caring Hands Eastview at Eastview Community Center, located at 4101 East 42nd Street in Northeast Des Moines. Northeast Des Moines has been identified as a part of our community where food insecurity among families and children is significant. Can you help us make a difference and fight hunger in our city by donating or volunteering? To get involved, just contact David Harper at Eastview Community Center at 515-809-2356. That's 515 515- 809-2356 and as always thank you for your support. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you from testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy. New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we believe in honest work, a fair price, and work we stand behind, and our 10-year workmanship warranty proves it. We know roofing. With our one-day get-it-done approach, we're known as a roofing machine. Call Wolf Construction for a free estimate at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. At Wolf Construction, we take your roof personally. 
build your business. At Sinorama of Urbandale, we offer customized solutions for signs, branding, marketing, and advertising. We have a full range of custom sign and graphic services to meet your needs, build your brand, and create your image. Look around and you'll see how Andy Woodley and his staff help businesses enhance visibility and get noticed. Let us work with you to understand your unique marketing goals and help you reach them. Sinorama of Urbandale, the way to grow your business. 3368 100th Street in Urbandale and online at Sinorama.com slash IA-Urbandale. Combat Hunger is Iowa's largest food and fun drive, supporting Food Bank of Iowa. Your business, school, or organization can help fight hunger by holding a food and fun drive now through November the 16th. Learn more and sign up at foodbankiowa.org slash combathunger. Join the fight today. Does overpaying for something make sense? We don't think it does at Charterhouse Real Estate. That is why we have completely changed the commission structure at our real estate firm from what you are used to hearing about. Gone are the days of 6 or 7% to sell your home. We charge $24.95 plus 3%. Don't worry if that sounds a bit odd. Just know that on average, our sellers save thousands in real estate commission when they sell their home with us. The best part is our sellers still get full service, including social media marketing, their home on the MLS, a dedicated agent, and much more. Head to charterhouseiowa.com and use our calculator there to see what your savings could be. We are Charterhouse Real Estate, and we are changing the way you think about selling your home. Charterhouse Real Estate is a team office under Space Simply. You're invited to experience great customer service and incredible deals at Billion Buick GMC in Clive. Our reviews say it all. I didn't feel pressured. It was a very smooth process. Our salesman came in on his day off. Now that's going above and beyond. People also appreciate the huge inventory, including the incredible all-new 2019 GMC Sierra. You're invited to Billion Buick GMC in Clive or BillionAuto.com slash GMC. We are professional grade. Welcome back, and welcome Trent back to the program as he takes a little break from his volleyball coverage. You getting ready to come home? Uh, yeah, we're, we're getting there. I'm limping my way to the finish, and last game tonight at 8 o'clock before I get to make my way back Oof. to Des Moines, hang out with you for a couple hours, and, and then right back to Cedar Falls. I'm hitting both the Cedars. Yeah, I know you are. That's crazy. Well, good for you. You're a young kid. You've got a lot of energy. I tell everybody that uh, asked me about our show, I said you're the hardest working guy that I ever worked with, and I mean every uh, when I say it. So I, I'm, I'm not that young anymore, though. That's well, the that's problem. That's true. Yeah. You see these <laughs> that's gray true. hairs. No, that's yeah, good point. And maybe, I hope that I didn't cause any of those. No, no, not at all. A uh, guy we used to work with maybe did for both uh, of us. Yeah, but just let's move bit. on, shall we? To positive things, and Kevin Lehman is one of those guys. And Well, his world's about to change. In fact, it changed on Tuesday night as he called his first game. You and I in Bemidji State. Uh, and he's got a whole lot on his plate. We're going to take a look at the Big Four, and we do this every year, and Kevin's back with us again, and he'll be back with us numerous times on whatever program, whether it's Jimmy B and TC or uh, The Drive with Wolfgang and Trent, or certainly Jimmy B, Jimmy B, uh, Trent and myself uh, here on the uh, Ken Miller Show. How are you, Kevin Lehman? 
I am doing great, Ken. I'm looking forward to talking some basketball with you guys, not only today, but for the rest of the season. Absolutely fun stuff. You know, Kevin, let me, before we get into that, I know you're very much uh, involved in coaches versus cancer, and Trent and I you know, are, are fortunate enough to be able to uh, provide you an opportunity to, you know, to air some of your spots and to spread the word a little bit. But then that's not where I want to go with you. I just want to talk about, you know, the, the coaches versus cancer from an Iowa perspective. Uh, it continues to grow, Kevin. It really does. You have a play an important role in that, uh, and I'm assuming you guys are already starting to plan uh, for for next year. Yes, we are, and I appreciate everything you guys have done for us as far as getting the word out. And uh, you know, we've talked about this before, Ken. Cancer has touched everyone's lives, either yourself or you know somebody or a family member that's fought this disease. So, the coaches in this state do a fantastic job of raising funds and we're trying to find a cure and we're getting closer all the time that's good news absolutely as well let's get into basketball we're going to take a look at all four of the schools let's start with i guess if you had to power if you had to put power rankings in our state on the four schools would iowa state be number one trent and kevin would i, I think yeah, yeah right over iowa by a little bit so let's start with iowa state such a disappointing year last year not only in ames kevin as you know but throughout the entire state quite frankly just march wasn't the same um without having a you know a, a postseason impact school like we've had in in the past few years we've been spoiled hopefully that changes this year when you look at iowa state kevin let's do the question mark first before we get into a little bit deeper What's your biggest question mark surrounding this Iowa State program this year? Well, I'm gonna. I love their backcourt, and I would put them number one in the power rankings ahead of Iowa because of that backcourt backcourt of Linda Wigginton and Nick Weiler-Babb. But to me, the biggest question mark for the Cyclo team is Cameron Lard. Where is he going to be out with the team? Because this is a special, mm-hmm. special talent that Steve Prohm has. We're dealing with some off-the-court issues. He's got to get his mind straight. His body looks in great shape. I think Cameron Lard and Talman Young, that front line, the health of those two players are going to tell us how far the Cyclone team can go because after Kansas, well, this thing is, and I throw Kansas State right behind him, but after that, this is wide open. This is an Iowa State team that could finish anywhere, for I think, from 6th to 3rd in a Big 12 league it's so interesting that this group and how it comes together we saw Wyler Babb with the injury of course Lyndall Wigginton running the point as the season went on after Wyler Babb kind of took that job in the middle of the year how is that going to work Lyndall Wigginton his ultimate goal is obviously the NBA Nick Wyler Babb a senior year he wants to get put together a great senior year go out not just in terms of winning but for the next level too for him how do you think how difficult is that for a coaching staff Two guys that are good point guards that want the ball in their hands a lot. Well, I think it's a positive, TC. And because as a coach, the more ball handlers you have, the more difficult you are to guard. And the way that Iowa State wants to push this ball in transition, they got a situation now where a number of players can take this ball off the backboard and start to break. So having two guys back there and Lindell, Wigington, and Nick Bonabat is a huge positive. And talking to Steve Prohm, when I attended their practice earlier this season, he's talking about giving the ball to Lindell Moore, letting him run the point. Mm-hmm. His decision improved dramatically. Uh, he had a great summer. Now you got Nick Wilder-Babb, some great size, a guy that is, you know, he's, he's flirted with triple doubles. 
a, this is a backcourt that's going to be experienced as any in the Big 12. Yeah, and I have to think, too, that when Wigington and Prome, when Wigington was going through the whole uh, NBA draft process last summer uh, leading up to the NBA draft, and he stayed right till the end before he declared that he's going to come back to school. And look, that's what he's going to be at the next level, Kevin, as you well know. He's going to have to be a point guard in the NBA uh, I have to assume that you know that uh, it was talked about, and maybe not a promise, because Prome I would like to think is going to do what's best for the entire team, and I, b- I fully believe that that's the case. But do you think that factored into things? Do you think there was that conversation that helped me get to the pros? And if I'm going to get there, I'm going to have to you know uh, hone my craft a little bit as the as, at point guard. Well, I think it might have been the other way around that Lindell then realized for him to be successful in the NBA. He's got to make better decisions with the basketball. Because remember, he started at that point guard position early last year, struggled with his assist-to-turnover ratio, and that's what moved Nick Wilder bad that point position. I think it's just the natural maturation of a freshman now becoming a going to make Lindell Wigginton a true point guard. And when you watch him, this is a special talent. I mean, he is powerful. He's quick. Remember that dunk he had? I think it was over a Mo Bamba of Texas. And he can get up with anybody. He has the athletic ability to play in the NBA, but, Ken, you hit it exactly correct. He's got to be a point guard at that level. So what he does this year for Iowa State is just going to add to that legacy. So the Big 12 as a whole, you got Kansas at the top. Who else do you like in this league? I know K-State's getting a lot of buzz after the Elite Eight run a year ago and what they return. Who else do you like in this league? Well, Kansas is by far the most talented team in the Big 12, and they lost a lot of players. Here's the thing about Kansas, T.C. When's the last time the Jayhawks have started two freshmen in the backcourt? Quentin Grimes, Devin Dotson. I mean, they are you know top 20 recruits, but that's going to be their backcourt along with Charlie Moore, the transfer of California. And Bill Self, when I was down at their practice, he was pulling his hair out because this team doesn't shoot the ball very well. That's his concern. Mm-hmm. Diedrich Lawson is, a, I call him a Perry Ellis on steroids. Uh, you're going to love watch this guy play. He's a double every night, and they got the big guy inside. But when you get to Kansas State, all five returners back for a team that beat Kentucky, mm-hmm. you know, got to the Elite Eight before Loyola knocked them off. But remember, they went 10-8 and eight in the Big 12 with these guys. But I really think this is a team kind of like, Bruce Weber likes. They're going to be a grinded-out half-court. They kind of remind you of the way Northern Iowa play. They're going to pack the defense in. They're not going to make mistakes. But, you know, after that, guys, you know, West Virginia lost that entire that backcourt of Javon mm-hmm. Carter, who seemed like he's been there for 10 years. Oh. Daxter Miles is gone. So West Virginia, although picked the third, they've got a lot of new faces in the backcourt. But the team I like is TCU with Jalen Fisher and Alex Robson coming back for Jamie Dixon, he's done a tremendous job of rebuilding that program in Fort Worth. Yeah, Fisher missed a lot of the season last year, just couldn't stay on the floor. Uh, um, and I agree with you, he's a very nice player, and, and um, you know, obviously he's going to play a big role this year. Well, just one more on Iowa State, and then we'll get to Iowa 
Uh, they'll be next. I want to ask you about the two transfers that sat out last year uh, in Shayok, uh, who was at Virginia. And I know Virginia's going to have themselves a very good team this year. Saw Shayok play against Iowa State in the Sweet 16 a couple of years back in Chicago at the United Center. And then, of course, the local kid, Michael Jacobson, who played his basketball and his high school football uh, at Waukee, went to Nebraska for a couple of years, sat out last year. He's at Iowa State now. He's six foot nine. He's a big kid. He's a big body. He can shoot it a little bit. I think people are sleeping on Jacobson. I really do. I think he's going to, when it's all said and done, I think he's going to leave uh, more of an impact than maybe Cyclone fans thought when he first came to the program from Nebraska. But what about the two transfers, Kevin? Well, Kenny, uh, Michael Jacobson is what we call a glue guy. You know, He does all the little things that make you successful. Uh, he's there every play. What I like what Steve Prohm has done for fabulous freshmen, really talented. But then he brought in these two transfers that are experienced guys. They come from solid programs. They know what's about. Uh, Jacobson, as I said, a glue guy. And Shayok really impressed me because coming from Virginia, this dude can get down and play defense. And when you've got four freshmen, you need a leader like that to show you what's done on the defensive end. I really think Mario Shayok is going to make a huge impact on this Iowa State team. Maybe not necessarily uh, scoring the basketball, but what he's going to bring it as the defensive stopper, the alpha dog for Steve Proman. And Proman told me, he said, this team I can score. We're going to make or break ourselves on how well we defend. And I think Shayok's going to be a huge part of that. All right, Kevin, let's uh, jump from the Cyclones to the Hawkeyes as Iowa comes in after an incredibly disappointing year, 14-19, and 19, and... It's all about the defense, right? I mean, it it's, seems like a simple equation for Iowa. They're better defensively. Maybe they have a shot. If there isn't a big improvement, they're going to be bad again. Is is that too simple of a way to look at it, Kevin? No, I think that's kind of pretty well simplified. And we're all kind of like, uh, what's Missouri, the show me? All sitting back and saying, you're talking about playing defense. Now you got to show me that you can do it. Now, I watched them in the exhibition game. What I liked about that is, we saw no zone. We saw no full-court pressure. They just got down and tried to guard man-to-man. Great communication, much better than it was last year. And the effort's there. Uh, my concern is, is their backcourt or their front court good enough to defend at a high level in the upper crust of the Big Ten? And I like what I'm seeing out of McCaffrey. Uh, he's going to add some things to it. Macy Daly's played best. But can these guys be the point of attack at the defensive end and stop ball penetration? Well, they certainly focused on that, and that's a good thing. They realized their shortcoming, and hopefully they'll be able to uh, uh, seal that up a little bit because that was um, I just every time you watch them, it just jumped off the screen. It's just how they 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 just lack of energy, almost like they didn't want to play some defense. Hopefully that'll become a major focus this year because they've got a lot of other parts, and one of those parts is Luca Garza, who is going to be back maybe sooner than some thought when it was first revealed that he was going to have to undergo that surgery in September to re- to remove that. What did it turn out to be, like a 10-pound, si- mm-hmm. something crazy like that, uh, sig- significant medical scare. But he's back. Um, I thought last year he had a terrific freshman season. I love this kid's game. He brings a little bit of grit to this team that they haven't had since Woodbury uh, exhausted his eligibility. I think that not before long this is going to be Garza's team if it's not already. Uh, what do you expect out of him this year as he begins his sophomore campaign? 
Well, Ken, I think that's a great authorization uh, with Luca Garza uh, to Adam Woodbury because this is a guy who's totally engaged at both ends of the court. He isn't a great athlete, plays a little bit below the rim, but makes up extra effort. I mean, this is a guy that's got the motor on 100% of the time. And, and, and I, I'm with you, Ken. I think this guy might be the leader in that front court when this thing's all said and done. Tyler Cook is a great athlete. He's going to lead him in a lot of categories, but the effort guy is going to be Garza. I like what I'm seeing out of him. He can knock down the three ball, and he's great on the offensive glass, and he's approved his ability to pass the basketball. Another guy wondering where he fits and what what the role exactly is going to be is Isaiah Moss. Mm. You know, there, there's... We've seen him score in bunches. We, we've seen him be very good, but he continually gets lost at times on the defensive end. He disappears for long stretches. What are we going to see now out of Isaiah Moss after putting his name in the NBA ring, coming back? What, what are your expectations for Isaiah? Well, he's very talented, and you hit it right on the head, CC. When he gets it going, he can score uh, as well as anybody, almost Peter Jock, but he hasn't been able to do it consistently. So if you're if you're Moss, you're trying to get consistent and be able to play every possession, be engaged all the time. I'm seeing a much better defensive effort out of Isaiah I saw last year. When he would hit ball screens last year, he would just stop. Uh, and he would just quit playing the defensive end. So he's much more communicative, trying to get through those, trying to talk to his teammates. And his shot looks really good. And I, I think the fact that Connor McCaffrey is going to be a setup guy, you might have Bohannon shoot more in the way. He's going to open up some things for Moss. Might allow him to to get the basket more. Uh, and his spot up three in transition, I think, is going to be really good this year. Mm. Save the freshman for a minute. I want to go to Jordan Bohannon, who, you know, last year's team was known for a team that just didn't want to play on the defensive end of the floor. The positive thing about the takeaway from last year, and honestly, uh, Kevin, one of the most memorable things uh, that I've ever seen in sports since I've been doing this for 23 years now was Jordan Bohannon purposely missing that free throw. I'll never forget the class move, and uh, I um, just uh, you know that resonated, and that to me was maybe the highlight of the year for this Hawkeye basketball program—a missed free throw of all things—and he did it on purpose. What do you expect for Bohannon this year? He was—he's been asked to carry so much, and maybe so somewhat unfairly in his first two years. Um, Bohannon's junior campaign, what can we see? What will we see? Well, Ken, I agree with you on this. When I think about him missing that free throw, history kept that uh, 34 in a row. I, it still brings a tear to my eye. It's one of the great – it's going to go down in Iowa, Iowa lore. Uh, and for a kid to do that – and I was at the game. I thought he short-armed it and just missed it hmm. until I realized, you know, he had made the sign across and pointed upward that he did on purpose. But it, it is one of the things that makes uh, makes you be proud to be from this state, homegrown kid. Yeah. Jordan Bohannon would, would make a decision and do something like that is just put him as one of my favorite players all time. I think, though, on the court now, you're going to see him more off the ball, fewer minutes. Okay. Uh, take a little pressure. McCaffrey, I like what I'm seeing out of Connor McCaffrey. Not a great shooter of the basketball, but Connor McCaffrey's big, physical. He's got a body like Matt Gaytons. Understands where the ball should go. And Macy Daly has played well, too. I think Daly's going to give them some help at the point guard position. So I'm looking for Jordan Bohan to be a little bit more off the ball where he can come off those staggered screens because he can shoot it 
as good as anybody in the Big Ten, just needs a little space. And I think you're going to see him more effective as a shooter with the ball in his hands less. Speaking of the Big Ten, you got Michigan State. We uh, saw them the other night. We, of course, Indiana, Purdue, Nebraska. Is this going to be a year where we see six, seven, eight teams from the Big Ten get in? Or is it going to be another year like last year where it's more likely four or five? You see, I keep looking down this Big Ten teams, and I see Michigan State. I got to like Michigan because Charles Matthews and John Beeline. And I like Nebraska because they got what I call the juniors coming back, James Palmer Jr., Isaac Copeland Jr., Glenn Watson Jr., along with Isaiah Roby. But after that, I'm not sure who's going to emerge. Is it going to be Purdue with Carson Edwards? Indiana's kind of on an upward trend with Morgan. Uh, Wisconsin's got everybody back with Ethan Happ and Brad Davidson. And then you've got Iowa with everybody back. So I think this is a league that could have seven in the NCAA tournament. But we've got to see some teams that struggled last year with disappointments rise to a different level this year. Iowa being one of those. And, and guys, we talked about Iowa. We didn't talk about Joe Wieskamp. We're about to. That may be the, yeah. All right. <laughs> We'll get to him, but look at the Big Ten. I, I, you know, there's some teams at the bottom, but I think that middle is where it's going to be fun to watch to see emerges. Can Iowa be one of those teams that emerges in the top half of this uh, Big Ten? Hmm. Well, let, let's get to him. Uh, we Camp we're referring to, and you know the expectations. I don't know if there's pressure on him, but you know, coming off of last year and the disappointment and. Uh, Wieskamp's coming, Wieskamp's coming. Well, now he's here. Uh, he's a freshman. I, I, I just hope that uh, the fan base some nights remembers that this is a freshman that's getting his feet wet in Big Ten play. Uh, can he live up to the hype that, that, um, you know, he, that arrives with him? Because there's certainly a lot of that. He's going to be asked to, you know, to be a difference maker on this program, I think, right from the outset. Uh, every, by all accounts, everyone says he's got the mental makeup to do just that, that he is going to be able to handle everything that's put on his plate. Uh, what do you see when you watch him play, Kevin? I'm with what everyone's saying, Ken, and I don't usually put a lot of stock in freshmen because it's a war out there in the Big Ten. But this kid has got something special about him, the way he carries himself. You talked about the mental makeup the psychological makeup, and physically, he is extremely gifted. You know, he's kind of a wiry-looking guy, 6'6", but he is strong, he is athletic, and he makes great decisions. This is a freshman that will not play like a freshman. I'm looking for Joe Wieskamp to have an outstanding year. And I'll tell you what, he didn't have to guard much in high school, but Wieskamp can guard. He may be the guy that changes this Iowa team at the defensive end with the effort. So they may be led by a freshman at the defense end of the floor. All right. Let's finish up here with you, Kevin. Uh, with the MVC, the two in-state schools, let's go first to the Panthers. You and I, bit of a disappointment last year. They played in the opening round, the Drake Invitational, for the first time <laughs> in a long time. And, uh, well, they have their, their savior, A.J. Green. The picture that was in the paper a couple weeks ago, I, I've called A.J.'s games. I've seen him a lot. Boy, he just continues to get bigger and bigger. He's physically gifted to go along with all those offensive gifts that he has. Well, six four point guard in the Valley, you don't see many of them. Mm-hmm. And A.J. Green, as you know, T.C., a lot of guys say they're six four and they're not. Mm-hmm. This guy is six 
four. And we talk about Joe Wieskamp being the savior for Iowa. This is you and I's first ever top 100 recruit. He's going to live up to the billing. He's going to step in there right away and make this Northern Iowa team a factor. If you look at the last two years for the Panthers, their struggles were in the backcourt. A.J. Green's going to fix that. This is going to be a little faster pace. And Ben Jackson always talks in October and November about playing at a higher tempo. They will this year with A.J. Green. You throw in Trey Burrow, who got the waiver to be immediately eligible to transfer from Pepperdine. Uh, had a double-double exhibition. This is a guy that's going to help him also with the ability to shoot the ball. Then you got White Lillhouse back in that mm-hmm. backcourt. I think this is, you know, this is a valley that's really loaded at the top of Loyola, Illinois State, Bradley, Southern bring most, most of their players back. But Northern Iowa is your sleeper team. off some of those people. Are they an NCAA team? I think they're a little young right now, but they'll make some noise in the valley. What is uh, keeping Jacobson awake at night at this point, trying to figure out his team or trying to get past it, or not hide necessarily, but uh, knows that there's going to be some nights where uh, that this is going to maybe uh, maybe hurt them? What, uh, what's his concern? Well, right now it's the health. Uh, their big man in the middle, Austin Fife, has been out with, with a, I'm going to say it to you guys, vasovagal syncope. And this is a where you get dilation of your blood vessels. So Austin Fife is dorm room. Uh, he hasn't played yet, hasn't practiced much. So they need him to be healthy to give him the big man in the middle to be able to rebound. And Tywan Pickford had a horrible summer. Uh, dislocated ankle, came back with a stress fracture. they got to get those two guys healthy. That's what is giving Ben Jameson sleepless nights right now. The Bulldogs. What do you got, Drake DeVries, DeVries year number one, and a senior backcourt with Ellingson and Norton? I like what he did there. You know, you bring in two grad transfers to shore that up. Nick Norton can really shoot the basketball, and we know Brady Ellingson can. I think Ellingson's going to have a good year because he doesn't he have does. to worry about being a point yep. Yeah, he doesn't have to worry about being a point guard. He can just shoot it. And they kind of got a little fight in D.J. Wilkinson, who's uh, he's a 21, 22 years old. That's another junior college transfer that they have. McGlynn's back in the middle. Tremel Murphy can get him some front-line help. But the problem that Darren DeVries is going to have, they just don't have any depth. Mm-hmm. They don't have any depth to compete night in and night out in the Valley. But, you know, it's turning the right direction. This is going to take some time to rebuild this Bulldog program. Don't you think, though, Kevin? I mean, DeVries has thrown his hat in the ring for this job apparently a number of times when it's come open and for whatever reason uh, never got past the first interview or maybe in some cases didn't. Uh, but but Harden found his guy. I think it's a perfect fit. He clearly wants to be there. Uh, just your thoughts on the hire. Um, you know, maybe maybe it could have happened sooner, Kevin. Well, kid, I'm a little bit biased because I recruited Darren DeVries. I remember that. You told us that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bill Applington, and then it became Applington Parkersburg, coached him for two years. Uh, love him. I think this is a great fit. And I'll tell you what, Darren DeVries has a plan. Mm-hmm. He has a short-term plan. He has a long-term plan. Uh, I really think they have the right guy there. And there's going to be some excitement there on Forest Avenue in the Knapp Center, but it it take a little while. This is not a year in the Valley where you want to be uh, a new coach and rebuilding because the top is so strong. Uh, you know, I think this may be the year the Valley has multiple bids. Loyola, Illinois State, they have strong enough non-conference schedules. If they get some quality wins early, one of those teams can get in that large bid. 
Uh, let's do this, Kevin, our final minute with you. Uh, Iowa State NCAA tournament, NIT, where do you have the clones? I really think Iowa State this is going to be a really good team, Ken, by the end of the year. Uh, those freshmen will come on and give them some great help. Cameron Lawrence, he gets his mind right. This is an NCAA team. In the- uh, Iowa, NCAA, NIT. The talent is there to be an NCAA team, and TC touched on it earlier. If they guard, they'll be in the NCAA. If they don't, they'll be in the NIT. All right, the two teams from the Valley. Panthers have a chance to maybe sneak into the NIT? I think with A.J. Green, you've got to win three games in the Arch Madness to punch your ticket. they got a long shot to do that with A.J. Green. If they can get, they can get their guys healthy in Taiwan Pickford and Austin Fife, uh, this is a team... We call ball guys. Ben Ball's back. This is a team that's going to shoot the three ball. Yep. They're going to guard you. They're not going to wait for their center to get down like they had to over Bennett Cook. They got a chance to create some issues in Arch Badness. I don't think they can win the league, but they got a chance to win three games in St. Louis. And probably one more year, Drake back into the uh, Thursday night play-in game at the Valley. What would be a good? What would you consider a successful season in year one of DeVries? Well, I know what Darren is. Right now, they're thinking if they can get to 500, that's going to be a successful season. And I kind of agree with them. Okay. Uh, the top is loaded. The question marks are where's Northern Iowa going to be? Indiana State, Valpo, Missouri um, State, uh, Evansville's new coaches. They're at the bottom battling up. Uh, I like what I'm seeing out of Drake. If they can get the 500 in the Valley, that's highly successful for them. That's going to really help get some momentum going during the recruiting season. Have you got a holiday tournament coming up? Well, I hate to tell you this, guys. We have to spend 13 days in the U.S. Virgin Islands <laughs> where it never gets below 83 degrees and the high never goes above 85. So it's the Paradise Jam with Kansas State, uh, Oregon State, Missouri, and Northern Iowa's in that. They've got a tough opener. They're going to play Penn, who won 25 games, lost to Kansas in the opening round. So, uh, going to be down there for two weeks. I'm actually going to call the women's tournament, which has UConn in it. So I'm getting ready to pack my swimming suit right now. It's good to be Kevin Lehman. It's good when we have Kevin Lehman and we will all basketball season long. Kevin, thank you for doing this. We appreciate it. We'll talk to you in the uh, days, weeks to come. Thanks, Kev. All right. Kenny and Trent, uh, enjoy your basketball. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Take care, pal. Thanks. Kevin Lehman. A locally based basketball analyst, Paradise Jam for Kevin. What do you say, 13 days? Yeah. Oh, my God. That's you, good you, for him. You couldn't handle it. Well, no, I mean, you couldn't handle. No, it. I probably couldn't. No, I mean, you you get the shakes when you're away from Ankeny for three or four days. I'm looking yeah. to catch an early flight. <laughs> I'm usually in nice places, but I got to get home. Thirteen days. I know it's a long time to be away. All right, let's. Can you do one more segment? Can you yes. take a preview of the night's game with me? Because I'm tired talking to myself. All right, we'll, uh, do we'll come back. We'll take a look at tonight's. It's really the best game of the week, and it's yeah. maybe by a long shot. Uh, we'll take a look at the Panthers and the Steelers. We'll get Trent's play. How's he going to handle this one tonight? I think he's taking the points. We'll find out. We come back. A few minutes, we'll wrap things up here. It's the Ken Miller Show on a Thursday. Glad you're with us. All of our guests are on the Dr. Stephen Fuller Fuller Family Dentistry Hotline. Two locations, 2822 East 29th Street in Des Moines and 4108 Street Southwest in Altoona. Back with the final segment right after this. The ISU Coaches Game Day Show. Nothing but Cyclones. Four hours before select Iowa State football games on 1700. The Champ. Real sports talk for real sports fans.
Everyone is a champion in their own way, but aches and pains can make you want to give up on your training or workouts. Instead of relying on pain medication to power through, stay active with help from Champions Recovery Room and Physical Therapy. They give you a personal touch to work towards your own wellness goals. With athletic recovery programs to outpatient orthopedic therapy, Angela Spencer PT of Champions Recovery Room will get you feeling your best. Champions Recovery Room and Physical Therapy, 3030 100 Street in Urbandale and online at championsrecoveryroom.com. A garage door is the largest moving part in your entire house. So it's important to keep it working smoothly, especially as winter approaches. At Advanced Door Systems, we service all garage door brands, even if you do not purchase the door from us. Visit our website, ads-doors.com. That's ads-doors.com to learn more about us and the garage door and opener services we offer. Advanced Door Systems. The right door, the right way. Touchdown! Don't miss out on tailgates and touchdowns because your car's broke down. Instead, call an Audible by calling Absolute Auto Repair, where we offer free loaner cars while yours is in the shop. At Absolute Auto Repair in Urbandale, we get that when your car breaks down, your life is interrupted. That's why we offer loaner cars to keep your busy life moving. Absolute Auto Repair in Urbandale on Hickman Road near Cobblestone Theater. Google Absolute Auto Repair Urbandale. Absolute Auto Repair is a proud supporter of high school football. Touchdown! Absolute Auto Repair. Vehicle advertising print wraps can be seen tens of thousands of times a day. If you want to increase your advertising footprint with the full or partial final print wrap on your business vehicle, go to CompleteAutoWraps.com. Complete Auto Wraps also specializes in full color change color wraps. Change the color of your vehicle or add a customized look with the print wrap to your vehicle, motorcycle, or boat. Don't pay big dealership or national sign chain prices when you can get yours installed by a professional trained and certified installer. Contact Corby for more information or a free estimate at CompleteAutoWraps.com. Join us for the Alzheimer's Association Walk to End Alzheimer's. Go to alc.org walk to register for an event near you. Together, we can end Alzheimer's. This year, it's our year. No, no, no. This year, it's my team. Yeah, this is the year. This season, everyone is going to know where I'm tailgating. My team, my colors, my flag. Hello, it's why I fly the flag. This is the year you fly the colors of your favorite team. And you'll find those colors at Heartland Flagpoles and Flags. The largest selection of team flags anywhere. Every team, every sport, every flag. Almost. Buy online and get free shipping. Heartlandflags.com. You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? Well, find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. At the end of 90 days, if you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at mrexecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. Are you interested in starting a new franchise? You can find a lawyer right here in the state of Iowa to help with your franchise law needs. Rush Niggin with Brick Gentry Law PC provides law services for those involved in starting a new franchise. Find more information online at rushonbusiness.com where Rush Niggin can assist you in buying or starting a new franchise. A presenting sponsor of the 2018 high school football season on 1700 KBGG. Brick Gentry Law PC and Rush Niggin. 
Wildwood Hills Ranch is a local nonprofit just 25 minutes south of West Des Moines, serving over 1,000 youth at risk and veterans and their families annually. We would like to invite you to our upcoming events this fall. We have a barn dance in the Quad Cities November 3rd and an Iowa Machine Shed Thanksgiving on Thursday, November 22nd. We hope to see you at one of our upcoming events. For more information, go to wildwoodhillsranch.org. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards for brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus. And online at TheRookieSportsCards.com. Welcome back. Our thanks again to Kevin Lehman. Final segment here. It's a short one, so let's get right to it, Trent. We talked about the schedule in the NFL for week number uh, week number nine, right? Mm-hmm. No, week number ten is coming up. It week, is. Yeah, we're double digits. We're double digits. Oh, sad to say. And uh, we talked about the stinker that's coming up, uh, well, uh, six days from now, the Giants and the San Francisco 49ers. But really, if they're looking for five-star games, there's... Dallas-Philadelphia has cachet, but the teams... I mean, somebody's going to win the East, I guess. That's Sunday night football. Mm-hmm. Best game of the week is coming up tonight. Caroline and Pittsburgh. Am I wrong? Am I no, missing one? No, I mean, if the Rams-Seattle game was in Seattle... Maybe, yeah. You know, but no, this this is it. This mm-hmm. is the game. Steelers favored by four. Right. I like Carolina. I do, too. But I like the Steelers tonight. Do you? Steelers, you know... so. It's kind, they're kind of... Um, Flying under the radar? I think that... For the Steelers? That's just where I was going, Trent, because they're in the playoffs every year, Mm -hmm. yet somehow this team, and there were some stinkers uh, earlier in the season, but they're playing well, at least right now. I think they're probably going to win the division again. And it's funny listening to, well, of course, we'll get the Saints or Rams rematch, and we'll get the Chiefs-Patriots. Like, what? 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 (laughs) You know, the Pittsburgh Steelers have been pretty good. Yes, they do. Ben Roethlisberger. Pretty good. It's, it's tough to count them out. I totally and, agree with you. And it's the Steelers on top of it, and they are, at least nationally how I see it, kind of overlooked. Now, with what's happened with Le'Veon Bell, mm-hmm. does that play a factor at all? Nope, hasn't so far. Connor's done a very nice job. He has, but now he's going to be back next week. Well, He's got to you know, sign the papers, da-da-da. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't think that would... 
Well, it'd be a nice Pretty acquisition for, you know, week 11 and on. You know, fresh that, right? legs of Le'Veon yes. Bell, one of the premier running backs in the league, for crying out loud, who soon we forget. Yeah. Uh, he does belong in that conversation. But look, I t- the North the North this year, I tried to think that Baltimore was going to be the team. Mm-hmm. They don't look as though they are. I wanted the Bengals to be relevant. Uh, they're okay. They're better than they were last year. Might be a playoff team. And they might be. Might, might sneak in. Do the Steelers and the Bengals have anything left? Do they? Against me, each other? Yeah, let me check real quick here. Uh, last week of the year. Last week of the year. Sweet. In Pittsburgh. That might be a flex potential, right? We got that. We got Bears-Vikings. That's uh, a potential. Lot. I love the way that they, and they've done it now for, what, five or six years that they, that the league has made it all divisional the last week of the mm-hmm. season. Uh, they're, they're doing the right thing because it didn't always used to be the case. There's going to be some choices. And um, they, they move around the start times, games that yes, have playoff implications. Yep. yep. Last week, we didn't get a Sunday night game because there wasn't a play-in game, if I thought you will. about that, yeah. They went away from that, and that's the second time they've done that, not flexed into I a Sunday night game. forgot all about that. Yeah, yeah. That was crazy. It was, but I, I think a lot of possibilities here. Now, because of the ties that we've had, maybe mm. that does throw a wrench in things, too. Yeah, you got to get those a Sunday in. night game. I hope you're right. All right, so you're going to what? You're going to take the Steelers? Yeah, lay the I'll, four? I'll lay the four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think that's the right side. As much as I like Carolina... I don't think four is enough. You know the uh, what's what's tougher? I mean, what what's tougher? Is the NFC or the AFC? Where's the power lie going Ooh. into Week Ten? I think the NFC is tougher. I think there's more good teams in the NFC. I agree because Saints Rams. Yeah, I still really like this Vikings team. I do too. This Bears team and the Eagles are going to improve. They're mm-hmm. the defending champions. Mm-hmm. Where there is three- Carolina's getting in the playoffs, Trent. And then there's three teams in the AFC, and then, well, four. Do you like the Chargers? Are you getting there yes, yet? Yes, I am. I'm, okay. I'm on this Chargers team. If they find a kicker this week. Oh, my. It's, it's unbelievable. How? I know. I'm with you. Look, the Patriots, the Chiefs, the Chargers, I guess the Steelers. Yeah. Uh, those four teams are the four teams. And are we missing anybody? I don't the, think the we are. The six and three Houston Texans? Yeah, that's fool's gold. I watched the Denver game this week. Denver, Denver could beat them. Yeah. And Denver's not a playoff team. Um, but meanwhile, in the NFC, I'm with you on the Eagles, the Bears and the Vikings, the Saints and the Panthers, the Rams, maybe one more good team in the NFC. And, and I really, look, I thought that the Rams early in the year looked unbeatable. The Saints exploited that defense. We are out of time. You get back to volleyball. I will. Now, you're with me tomorrow. You're going to come back to Des Moines for, uh, for at least temporarily? Yes, I will. I, my last game starts at 8 o'clock tonight, and then I'll get on the road. Yeah. Hopefully home by midnight. Right. And up by 6, and... Get the kid ready, get the show ready, uh-huh. come in with you from 11 to 1, Jimmy B 1 to 2, and then straight to the Dome, 4 o'clock kickoff. Oh boy, he'll be in full flight to get yes. up there. All right, good stuff. We'll see you tomorrow, Trent Conan. Go have your lunch and uh, get back uh, to volleyball duties. We will uh, reconvene tomorrow on a football Friday. Thank you for being with us here today on a Thursday. It's the Ken Miller Show right here on 1700 The Champ. Hey, it's Taz. And I'm the Moose. Join us for our brand new morning show every weekday morning, Taz. That's right, from 5 to 8 a.m. on 1700 The Champ. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. 
Thinking about selling your home soon? Listen up, as this will save you big money. Charterhouse Real Estate is a full-service real estate firm that has eliminated the typical 6 or 7% commission structure that you are used to. We charge sellers $24.95 plus 3%. We know, math stinks, so think about it like this. If you were selling a $200,000 house, you would save roughly $3,500 with us versus a 6% commission. If your home is $400,000, the savings would be $9,500. The best part, you get the savings while still getting all the service. Professional photography, a short three- 